0: Welcome to the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast powered by CBMC, the show for Young Christian Business Guys about Young Christian Business Guys. We talk about sports, we talk about business, but most importantly, we talk about Jesus. Today is May 5th, 2020. I am John Harrison, your host. As a community, we're unapologetically Christian, unapologetically business guys, and unapologetically open and vulnerable about our lives, the challenges we face, and the faith and the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. We believe in spiritual mentorship, aka discipleship, learning what it means and what it looks like to follow Jesus from another man. We believe in the power of peer groups surrounding yourself with others who are growing. And will help you grow into the man that God designed you to be. So May 5th, our 62nd sports business update. Uh, In the sports world, legendary coach Don Shula, the winningest coach in NFL history, passed away at the age of 90, the legendary Miami Dolphins coach. Um, Also launching on this evening is the Korean Baseball League. So that's a good sign sports around the world are going to be picking back up. So you can actually watch the Korean Baseball Organization live on ESPN. So stay tuned for storylines to come from the Korean Baseball Organization. Some of the top stock gainers today, before we look at those, let's take a look at the Dow Jones, the S&P 500, both up about a percent and a half. So that's a good sign. The market's continuing to increase. Uh, Crude oil was up. The oil price is up almost 15%. Some big gainers today, uh, Wayfair selling furniture is up almost 23%. Uh, We also see Wyndham Hotels up almost 10%, Etsy up almost 12%. So some of your big gainers on the day. That's your sports business update. So today I am joined by a young Christian business guy named Hubert Gabirano. Hubert has become a great friend of mine, and I am so thankful for him in my life. So welcome to the show, Hubert. Good morning, John, Uh, happy
1: to be here. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. It's
0: a good morning. It's sunny outside and uh, I'm here with you. So what a joy. I've been looking forward to getting you on to, to the Young Christian Business Guy. The short time that I've known you, I've learned so much from you and I'm so excited for our viewers to hear a little bit of your story, a little bit of your heart. I just, I love the man that you are as I'm sitting here looking at your smile. Give the viewers a little bit of background about yourself.
1: Yeah, well, John, thanks again for having me here. I am equally honored to know you, absolutely. You are a stud, a great man, man of God, and uh, you you sharpened me. Uh, about me a little bit, uh, home is Burundi, and Burundi is not a city in the U.S. It's actually a country and uh, it's in Eastern, Central Africa. I uh, grew up there, was raised there, came to the U.S. when I was 19, went to college at Gustavus in St. Peter, Minnesota. I was a political science major. And uh, currently I'm pursuing an MBA with a management focus at the University of Northwestern in St. Paul.
0: MBA. That's you right. Christian business guy. Here I am. <laughs> you made it all the way from Burundi in a comment that you've made to me before, Burundi is one of the poorest countries in the world. It is. Yep.
1: It's uh yeah, it's very interesting to I think to shift from Burundi and come here, see all the wealth. I think it gives you perspective, you know. I think it gives you appreciation for what you have and uh know that everything you have you you should uh, leverage it for the good of those around you but also know that you know how can i leverage my skills my knowledge and who i am for for someone else you know at home who might not have as much but yes it's given me a lot of like a, a long and perspective on you know how do I fit in this and uh, just how God, how good God is and blessing people
0: across the world. Mm -hmm. You have a perspective that many of us don't have. You've come and seen opportunity that your family and others around you just have not experienced. Could you talk a little bit about what your faith journey has looked like and what your experiences were like in Burundi versus living out your faith here in the United States?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, in Burundi, I grew up in a Christian family, Anglican family, came to Christ when I was 13. And Burundi is a very religious country. I mean, it's, you have majority of the people are Christian, and uh, there is also significant number who are Muslim. And uh, it's like religion, God, it's like everywhere pretty much in the country. So it was really easy to transition from being a the church go on Sunday, so just really being serious about my faith, and uh, like leading my siblings in that, and you know, facilitating whether it's devotionals at home, and uh, yeah, it was just really, really easy. And I remember coming and transitioning to the U.S. Uh, one of the first things I realized was nobody knows me here. I can be whoever I want. It's like I get to build my brand from zero, and. Uh, I could have just left the faith, you know, uh, there is, you know, when you're young, lots of things are just catching your attention. And uh, But I really thank God that in my youth, especially from age 13 to 19, I really got to grow in my faith, grow in the word, grow in community, in a way that once I was removed from what I used to know and what was familiar, my my rock and my foundation was was strong and i i i recall the words of peter when jesus gives the, the disciples a way out in john 6. Uh, he says do you also want to go and peter says to whom else shall we go for you alone have the words of life and i think that's that's how i felt when i came here i said yes i've got options i can be someone else i can you know i mean i was free finally i mean my parents were not." around like no one was there to police my behavior no one had any expectations because they didn't know me and uh but i just knew that disconnecting from my roots was meant disconnecting from who i am and everything i believe and uh yeah there were a lot of challenges i think in college to continue growing in my faith but finding community was huge where well, there was community on campus of friends young men and women who were pursuing christ like i was and also a church a local church i was in uh, two churches in, M- in mankato two rivers a new creation and those were just really very very grounding experiences held me accountable in my faith from freshman year to senior year and yeah and even now that i've moved to the twin cities you know finding a church was a priority Finding groups of men to get plugged in was huge, because I know that I, I can go it alone. It's a, I, I need a body. <laughs> Even Jesus, when he was sending disciples, he sent them two by two. And, uh, and I think that's a deeply biblical principle.
0: Hubert, you brought up a lot of great points there. You talked about when you left Burundi and you came to the United States, there was almost this opportunity to start fresh. Mm -hmm. opportunity to be who you wanted to be. Yeah. What went through the back of my mind was probably for one of the first times in your life. And also I've had this experience is you have to own your faith and make it your own. Yeah. You choose how you spend your time. You choose if you go to church, you choose if you're going to read your Bible, Mm -hmm. not out of a have to or Mm -hmm. traditional standpoint, but out of, I'm on my own and I make that decision. Yeah. You then went on to talk about getting plugged into community and, and other men to, to be around you in your life, to continue to help you grow in your faith and sharpen you in your faith. You and I have had conversations previously about political science, we have. About government, <laughs> about the business yeah. world. What interests you about political science and the government?
1: Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I would say, uh, politics is in every everything you know it's like in any country i mean it's you look at the news you open the news it's always there and it's not only when it's election cycle it's just all the time and really the government influences a lot of structures around us and we see this in in this crisis of the coronavirus it's like everyone is looking to the government for All kinds of relief so i think with politics and government i see an opportunity for like where people are looking to the government for direction you know people are looking to the government for structure for order because where there is order and peace there is flourishing and prosperity and uh yeah so i think i really uh what interests me is that to really one as a responsible world citizen to really understand you know what's my role in promoting what order even where i am it's you know it's something as simple as driving on the speed limit you know when i am i'm driving on the on the street or when it's election you know, season, showing up to to vote i think from on that perspective from an individual perspective to really do what's uh what is my responsibility as uh, a citizen of a country and also encouraged by fellow brother my fellow sister to do the same and I think from there you know as I I like to you know I'm positive that people I know today people I've known are going to rise and be influential uh, you know politicians and I feel like it's whether I become one or not I know I'm gonna be friend a friend of many and I think you see there an opportunity to be a really good influence in someone's life who can be really a blessing to a lot of people. Because again, you know, you take politics, you take money, you take all these things that give you power and influence. They have also the power to blind you, you know, to blind you from reality, to blind you from who you are, to blind you from what's right and what's wrong. And, uh, and, uh, And I think having your roots uh, in christ really grounds you so much because then you have a, a moral compass that has been tested by time and that is from the creator of all so yeah it's an opportunity for order and flourishing and i feel like true true government is based on uh biblical principles
0: We see that often throughout the Bible, especially with Jesus. He talked a lot about the government. Yeah. He wasn't trying to overthrow the government. And in fact, I keep thinking about when he is telling the man to give to Caesar's, what is Caesar's? Mm. And that's an interesting concept. You know, fake yeah. government that I'm sure we could spend another hour talking about. But absolutely. You have such interesting perspectives on the business world, and I've loved having deep conversations with you. And now you're getting your master's in business right now. Mm-hmm. Is kind of the desired next step for you? Where are you trying to get plugged in in the business world? Yeah.
1: I, uh, so I've been looking into uh, the consulting world, especially, and uh, within consulting, like change management. I think I one of the first classes I took in this program was uh, uh, on leadership, it was a leadership class. And one of the things we talked about was how, you know, change in an organization can bring... Uh, Uh, a lot of instability and i think again when something is shaken people need need something to hold on to and uh you know i god has blessed me with a heart for relationships a heart for wanting to communicate well and communicate truth and uh, but also you know lots of changes have happened in my life and uh I see changes across the world, and again, I'm still young, I need a lot of experience to grow into, you know, someone that people can, you know, listen to a call and an expert maybe knowledgeable in some ways. And I think I am really interested in, you know, how do you help organizations navigate change, you know, whether it's, you know, a new leader who comes into the company or uh, I mean, now we are, I mean, most almost every organization is going to to move digital you know it's like as everything is being digitalized across the uh the, the spectrum of the business like how do you help organizations navigate that so maybe not exactly sure like where do i want to get plugged in in terms of what kind of change i want to get good at but i'm really yes interested in you know being a consultant that way and. Uh, And I think eventually one thing that really uh, is uh, on my heart is I really want to get in a place where one day I'm able to uh, to give opportunities to young talented men and women who aspire for uh, a higher education that they can afford, and I think really help them reach those dreams. Because you know I know you know what a challenge it is like to, for instance, to come from Burundi to the U.S. and go. To a school i went to and uh you know be where i am and there is a lot of talented people across the world who i mean i'm not any more special but it's like if one day the lord blesses with the resources to do so i want to be a
0: bridge for others to rise hubert i love hearing that from you just i wish we could talk for another hour and a half about your story and you've told it to me before how things lined up along the way for you. Yeah. You get an education here in the United States and I'm guilty of this, I'm sure a lot of us are guilty of this is going to college is almost just a natural next step here mm. in the United States. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like not what are you going to do after school? It's where are you going to go to college after high school? Yeah. And so hearing your story was so inspirational to me of Your full reliance on the Lord, Mm -hmm. your full dedication and responsibility of the next steps that you took, and to hear how God lined those things up. And now, because of what you've seen God do in your life, that's a passion of yours and a desire of yours to be a conduit and a catalyst moving forward in the professional world, working for an organization, give those same opportunities to others that you were able to experience. And change management, you and I have both heard it, but the only constant is change
1: (laughs) yeah and
0: change nobody likes change when it's Mm -hmm. not their idea yeah the the most of the time the change that we're experiencing isn't our idea right now everything we've been forced to change our, our routines our structures how we go to school how we go to work how our family operates all of this has been changed and without effective change management Without knowing the processes, the skill sets, the mindsets that you need to have to, to function in that, most people aren't going to be able to flourish. So I think yeah. you're perfectly positioned to move into that role. I look forward to see what God has in store you. for you. Thank you, John. So I'll ask you one or two more questions, and then mm-hmm. we'll wrap up here. And I'd love your input on our verse of the day. But when I think of the word, the term prayer warrior, I think of you and when i think of my spiritual disciplines whether it's reading the bible or discipleship or Mm -hmm. worshiping or fellowship or witnessing sharing my faith with others one of them that i'm really trying to spend more time on and understanding is is the power of prayer Mm -hmm. did you just talk for a minute about the role that prayer has played in your life and what it means to you
1: yeah absolutely uh i mean prayer has been i think uh just a great way for me to continue growing in my relationship with Christ. I think it's Leonard Ravenhill is known for saying that you know no man is greater than his prayer life. It's like, you are who you are on your knees. And uh, and, and uh, the more I pray, yes one, the more I know myself, because when I'm praying to God, it's just me and him. Like I get to be open, I get to be honest, I get to be sincere and uh, i love when david in psalm 39 he prays he says search me lord in all my heart and i feel like that's a really deep place of prayer of lord i'm not here to just say nice prayers and you know have you smile at me like i'm here to to open up like i'm here to just lay down my burdens i'm here to i'm here to praise you i'm here to to listen like you, <laughs> in the past few months of you know, I start my prayers in silence. I'm like, Lord, I'm here. I'm not here to just to talk or share what's on my mind I'm just here to receive from you. I'm here to listen from you. And I think over the years, what prayer has done, it's just deepened my relationship with you. Because prayer is essential communication. It's like you and I have grown to be better friends because we have been talking more and more. If the time we grabbed Kaif was the only time we talked, I feel like even... Today, we have shown in our conversation, but I think our dynamic today is a product and the result of you know phone calls and video calls that we've done in the past few months. And I feel like the more I show up in the place of praying, that's you know that can be my room, that can be my car, that can be when I'm running. It's my relationship with the Lord just grows and intensifies, and uh, and it's. And my confidence with him grows. It's like, the more you talk to somebody, the more you know they are. Like, you don't need to guess twice what they think of you. And I feel like in the same way, the more I pray, I know where I'm at with God. Like, I don't need to be insecure in my relationship with him because I have been with him. I have been talking to him. And Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. And and I feel like you, you can hear his voice more because is your shepherd and he leads you and you listen and uh yeah so that's like prayer has been huge and uh i don't see my my life in christ without it
0: hubert you said some super insightful things there you said vulnerability you know open search me in psalm 139 search me the lord test me test my anxious ways my thoughts and then you talked about consistency the mm-hmm. you know, consistency is, is how a relationship develops. And yeah. so being in consistent communication with the Lord mm-hmm. and getting to know him better through the prayer life. So mm-hmm. those are definitely equipping steps that I'm going to implement in my life. And I hope some of our listeners will as well. So before we get to our verse of the day, and I'd love your thoughts on that. Here at the Young Christian Business Guy, powered by CBMC, we believe in the power of discipleship. A more spiritually mature person taking a less spiritually mature person and teaching them and showing them what it means to be a follower of Christ. And then we believe in the power of Christian peer groups surrounding yourself with people that are growing in their faith that can help you grow in your faith as well. So could you talk about the role that either discipleship or Christian peer groups have played in your spiritual life? yeah
1: absolutely i mean i think they have played a role and they are still playing a role i think i will even focus specifically on the you know cbmc group uh, that i am i am part of uh, that you know it's been just a huge blessing to have uh just men i am just walking in community with to know that as i follow jesus i am not alone as i you know, struggle in different areas, you know, some mornings I wake up and I don't want to pray and I open my phone and I see, you know, someone with an encouraging text or a video they saw last night or a testimony of what God has done. And I think there is just so much when you have a group of men you're working with because one, it's you, you are vulnerable with each other. Like you are, it's you don't need to hide. You don't, you don't need to really think twice of you know should i let myself be seen what if i'm rejected because maybe when jesus says this is how they know that you are my, you are my disciples if you should love one another and i feel like a community of believers is that place where we are able to to display that love jesus says as i have loved you so you have to love one another." And how did he love us to the point of death and it's like he he, he just loved us fully and i think he calls us to the same thing and showing that to one another like as a group of men especially it's just really huge because again as men we're not vulnerable like we want to you know just appear strong and uh, you know i'm going to convince everything i want you to think about me but you know i uh you're not going to know me there is this one quote i read in Brené brown's book recently it says vulnerability is the first thing i want to see in you but the last thing i want you to see in me And it's like that's how we live it's like i want to Say say that one more time vulnerability is the first thing i want to see in you but the last thing i want you to see in me wow yeah and and it's and i think that's that's destroyed in peer groups because once you start seeing somebody open up you're like oh my gosh i'm not the only one who has gone through the same thing and it's you feel safe and everyone comes and grabs your hand and says, Hey, we're in this together and we are going to fight together. We are going to fight for you until we see victory. So it's it's super encouraging. I mean I I'll continue doing it. It's I I won't stop.
0: Mm. Yeah. Hubert, this has been awesome. 25 minutes went by really quickly and I know we could I do know. a two, three, four hour podcast together. So <laughs> nobody would listen. It was just BS talking. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> the last thing we will to come to is, is our verse of the day, which is Hebrews uh, chapter 11 um, uh, verse one. And it says now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. What jumps out to you, or what are some thoughts that you have about this verse?
1: Uh, the verse made me think of another verse, First uh, Peter one eight, which says, "You love him, though you have not seen him, and though not seeing him now, you believe in him and rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy." And I think, yes, our faith is really based on a God we don't see, but a God we believe in it's like it's this reality of what is hoped for the proof of what is not seen i think one in terms of you know as i believe as i follow christ i i just know there's just this certainty that nobody can take away someone was asking you a few years ago how do you know you're a son of god you're like i know like i don't have a card that heaven give it, has given me like Maybe I had a dream, but I can't prove you my dream. But it's like there's just certainty like in your heart that he lives in you and he leads you and he works with you. And, uh, and I think from there, there's just this hope we have uh, that what we see is not the end. Like there is more to this. Like it's, you know, it's this you, you see, it's a young man like caught up in drugs and just doesn't know where he's going and you see them and you see who they can become. Just hope arises in that, because there is something that lives in you that is beyond what your eyes can see. It's like, you see, uh, you know, like I see like this master's degree that I'm doing and I can see like all the obstacles I have in terms of like immigration, you know, like uh, visas and all of that. And I'm like, no, like I I, I see beyond that. I see the possibilities of what's, uh, was just beyond what I see with my own eyes because what I hope for is not of this world. What I believe in just goes beyond the obstacles that you know worldly systems can place because my faith is in the Lord and my God he he makes a way where there's no way. He has Moses and the Israelites, there is the Red Sea in front of them, there is the Egyptians behind them. And uh God says don't worry, just watch me, deliver you. And I think that's the kind of faith I live with. I live with. The kind of faith that uh, declares
0: what is not as if it was. That's some truth right there, Hubert. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Thank you so much for taking some time. It's been a pleasure to have you on, and we wish you all the best. I'm excited for you with the MBA. You're 16 months away, and I am I am super excited to see what God does in your life. And I am already excited for the organization that's going to get to have your talents and your heart and your passion so hubert thanks for being you and thanks for coming on the young christian business guy i love you john thank you so much for having me so if we finish up here with hebrews 11 1 now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see If you take some time and actually read Hebrews 11, this is known as kind of the faith hall of fame chapter. Um, It it goes on to talk about all the people in the Old Testament and I believe in the New Testament who have demonstrated faith. They have demonstrated complete steps of faith. And so if you check out Hebrews 11, the faith chapter, but faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. It was an absolute blessing to have Hubert Gabirano on the show today. And as Hubert talked about, he talked about the power of peer groups and community in his life. And he also talked about um, some ideas around getting plugged in. And so here at the Young Christian Business Guy, we believe strongly in the power of discipleship, aka spiritual mentorship, and in the power of Christian peer groups. So if you are interested in getting connected, please visit ycbguide.com. That's Y as in young, C as in Christian, B as in business, guy, G-U-Y.com, ycbguide.com to get connected. You can enter your name, your uh, email, zip code, phone, age, and we will get you connected. And there's four boxes there. If you want to get connected to a spiritual business mentor, we can get you connected to that. If you're interested in a peer group, we can get you connected to that. If you're interested in our national uh, call that we have on a weekly basis for young Christian business guys that happens at 12 o'clock on Wednesday, central standard time. You can check out cbmcypcall.com. There's also a fourth box there that says, I want to learn more about what it means to be a Christian. If you're wanting to explore and ask questions and uh, just visit about the thoughts that you're having, you can go there, but please go there to get connected. ycbguy.com. Thanks for tuning in. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today. And remember, stay on purpose. We'll see you next time. Take care.